I wasn't sure where Dee Dee was going today when she asked me if I have any scars. I, I felt like I needed to look around and start checking out the, the remnants of different accidents from my childhood. But she beautifully tied it together about areas of our life that over time we've been hurt and have they healed or is it still an open wound? So join us today to find out, are they scars or are they wounds? So do you have any scars on your body? Like physical scars? Mm -hmm. I have a couple. Yeah. Do any of them hurt? The scars hurt? Yeah. No. Okay, so that's what we're talking about today. Okay. Scars. And it was, this topic came from a lesson I was preparing, and it was so profound to me that I knew we needed to do a podcast on it. Okay, I'm, I'm intrigued. Yes. So it came from actually a Beth Moore Bible study who she does a whole bunch of Bible studies. But one of the things she said was scars don't hurt, wounds do. Mm. And she was talking physically, like physical wounds hurt, but the scars don't. But it's true emotionally, mentally as well, sexually, spiritually, that the wounds hurt. And you can have a wound for a day. You can have a wound for a week, a month, a year, a decade, your entire life mm -hmm. that you never allow to heal. Mm. You never seek to get um, wisdom on how to heal it. You never give the time or the attention to healing that wound. And it stays an open wound. It may come out as anger or hatred or resentment or bitterness over time, but it's a result of that wound. But if we allow ourselves to look in to those wounds, some that were inflicted upon us, some that are self-inflicted, some things that were of our own doing, our own creation, um, some that came totally out of the blue or we had no control over. If we allow ourselves to bring healing there, then there will be a scar. Some scars go away and you never see them. Mm -hmm. Some scars stay. And those scars are the way we can reach out to other people. Those are the scars where somebody has that same wound we can say, yeah, look at my scar. I've been there and there's hope. And even saying it, I guess, because it's so fresh on my mind and my heart, like it brings tears to my eyes right now, how powerful that is. Because you're not wallowing with someone in their pain. Mm -hmm. You've been through it. And now it's a scar. And that scar doesn't hurt but it is a lifeline to somebody else who has it. Yeah, there's so much there. And yeah. one, the, the, one of the very first things I thought about is that 
representation of a physical star, scar versus a wound mm-hmm. really helps us recognize areas of life, our lives that are still wounds that we thought yes. we had gotten past or gotten over, but they do still cause emotional reactions in us. Mm-hmm. So therefore, we think, no, I've moved on from there. And, but then when we have anger, hurt, sadness, when mm-hmm. something's brought up around it, then then when we really think of that representation, we can go, no, it's still a wound. Yeah. It's if you, your triggers, mm-hmm. if you're like, this is a trigger to me, okay, that's indicative that there's a wound there. And also it's, oh, I love the representation because I also think that there are people, there are some people that have been through a lot of hard stuff mm-hmm. and they have a lot of scars and they, and God has been able to use that in a really beautiful way in their testimony. Yeah. And then there's someone that we see that they've went through hard stuff. They think they've gotten over it, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of chaos in their life that continues because of the hard things. And we just look and say, but they have a lot of scars. So this is why they're leading the life they are. Mm-hmm. But now we can look, if we use that representation, we can think, no, they they're wounded. They have a lot of wounds, open yeah. wounds mm-hmm. that still haven't been dealt with. Well, you were talking about that. It kind of made me think about this might sound gross, but like scars versus scabs. Mm. Like you just keep picking at this wound. It keeps forming a scab mm-hmm. that's gross and hard, but it's not healed. A temporary cover. Yes. Mm-hmm. So why are we ashamed of these scars? Why are we ashamed of these scars on our hearts, on our relationships, in our lives? Why do we feel like we need to hide it instead of using it as a tool to help somebody else? Yeah, this is this is a great um, topic because I can think of, I'm, I'm going to go back. I had a really, really bad breakup before my marriage. Um, it was It was a relationship that I thought, was going to last forever. And it was a really bad breakup. Now it's a story Mm -hmm. that doesn't cause a physical reaction in me. So I can clearly, as I'm thinking of things that have happened in my life that were hard, really, really hard. And I had a lot of pain from Yes, the fact that I have no physical reaction when I talk about it, when I tell people, I can also assist, like if somebody is going through something similar, I can sit down and talk to them and use my life experiences mm-hmm. to use my scar mm-hmm. to talk to them about. But there are other areas in my life that I still get into a situation um, with a family member that there's a hurt from many years ago and it flashes back and it does still hurt. Yeah. And so... I can clearly look at those situations now and say, that's not a scar. That's a wound. Mm-hmm. And I hate the phrase, time heals all wounds. Mm-hmm. That is such a lie. It's one of those things that is quoted to us just, I guess, maybe to provide comfort, but it is not true. So how do we heal from these wounds? I think is important to talk about. Mm-hmm. And the first thing you have to do is recognize that there is a wound there. Just like you said, and sometimes it can come out of the blue. It'll come up in a conversation. You and I were having a conversation the other day and I re- like it brought me to tears and I realized, ah, 
the depth of this hurt is it's still fresh. Mm-hmm. And so that was an area that once I saw this wound and scar scenario, okay, this is a place I was still trying to hold on. This is a place I was still allowing voices to speak into me. And when we say voices, like we aren't really hearing voices, but that inner conversation we have with ourselves. Sometimes it's insecurities we have. Sometimes it is remembering what other people have said to us and having to make the decision, am I going to believe this about myself or am I going to choose not to believe that about myself and change it? But there are other things like, like you said, like very traumatic things that happened that I can tell And sometimes you think, I should have some more emotion around that, but it is a scar. Mm -hmm. It isn't an open wound. And I've allowed the Lord to come in and heal that area. But those wounds will get you. And sometimes we want to hide from those. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes we even call them gut instincts. Like Mm -hmm. when we get, when we get triggered by something and then fear wells up or fight wells up, then what we we call it a gut instinct. Mm -hmm. And I've learned about myself over the years is that my gut instincts, that fear or fight is not actually a gut instinct. It's a response that I haven't dealt with because I can have lots of gut instincts about things, even danger. Mm -hmm. So if I feel like that there is a scenario ahead that I that may have some danger involved, whether it be a relationship with someone that I shouldn't pursue, you know, it's just not a a good relationship for me or um, even an area of town that, you know, like I shouldn't drive into. Like if we wanna make it super visual, there's a difference of my, when I have wisdom that comes Mm -hmm. in and then I make a decision from the wisdom versus a fear or fight that comes in me. And that gut instinct is not, that is not wisdom. Right. There's when I have fear that that flares up in me or fight that flares up in me, there is a wound there that is feeding into that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not the same as that that gut instinct. Yes. You're exactly right. So often we're like, I just had this bad feeling. Well, what was fueling it? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's stories. Maybe it's stories we've created in our head. It could be past experiences, but um, it doesn't always work out so well when you start making decisions based on that or go into action based on that fear. And we might miss opportunities to heal Mm -hmm. because fear will steer us another direction And I'm not just, I tried to use the imagery just a second ago of driving down, you know, a neighborhood that is, doesn't feel safe. But if we, if we remove that, we just, maybe it's having conversations with us and fear will take us into another direction when it will, it'll sidetrack us from what will heal us, Mm -hmm. heal our heart and get us to the place that it becomes a scar. I truly believe no matter what situation we've been through, there is healing available. Absolutely. And, but often we avoid that because sometimes it hurts more before the healing can start taking place. It often hurts more. 
you sometimes have to relive it Mm -hmm. to let it go, to heal from it, to understand, uh, to understand your role in it. Because some of our wounds are Mm self-inflicted. Some of them are a result of our own actions or lack of actions. And those can be the ones that hurt the most because there's guilt associated with those. But you've got to give, you've got to recognize it. You've got to allow yourself to recognize that wound and stop blaming somebody else. Anger, if you get angry over a situation or you feel offended easily, you you quickly feel offended, Okay, that is a big red flag that there are unhealed wounds. Mm -hmm. And you say, no, that person did. No, they did. Uh Uh-uh. It doesn't matter what they did. I mean, you can walk in a place where you're not easily offended. Well, healing is about us. Mm -hmm. It's not about whoever inflicted that wound in the first place. And as we walk along with wounds that maybe they aren't always sore, maybe they need to be, you know, like if we want to think of a physical, we need to bump into something that reignites that area that we have, um, that wound. But that healing is about us. We don't, we, somebody else can't heal us besides the Lord needs to be invited and he can do the healing, but it's about us healing. It's not about retribution or, you know, getting back at someone or, um, or even so often I think that we self punishment is what we feel we need to do. And we have guilt about something. Mm -hmm. We keep putting ourselves in the situation because we've done it to ourselves. So therefore we deserve to feel pain. Mm -hmm. And so these kind of things, we're looking for some sort of, we need to punish ourselves or we need to punish someone else. We allow those wounds to be open. Yeah. And it really is about us and our heart in order to be able to let the Lord in and be able to fix those. But we have to acknowledge them, mm-hmm. see the difference between the scar and the wound, and then be open to wanting it to be different. Yes. And doing what it takes to heal whether that is just as a believer spending time with the lord talking about it it could be seeing a counselor it could be getting a coach i mean it could be a number of things but whatever it takes to heal being committed to doing that seeking that healing wanting that healing not being a victim to whatever it was and letting go of that and realizing that once you heal from it, you will have, you may have a scar from it. It may permanently change you. But in that, there's going to be purpose in that pain. You can assist other people. And just like you said, you don't have any scars on your body that hurt. Mm -hmm. These are scars that aren't going to hurt. They're just going to be stories. Mm -hmm. They're going to be lifelines Mm -hmm. to other people to bring hope. And you're going to be able to say, I survived that. I mean, think about the things in your life 
that going into it, you were like, I don't know if I could do this. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with this. Or you get thrown into the middle of a situation you didn't see coming and it feels like a hurricane. It can be emotionally. It could just be all of a sudden you're in this emotional state that you never saw coming, you've never experienced before, and you're like, I don't know what to do with this. And then you come out on the other side Mm -hmm. and you're like, wow, that was crazy. I don't want to do that again but you've learned from it, you've grown from it, and then you appreciate that storm or that challenge or that circumstance because of how you grew, how you became better from it. And what a blessing when you get to talk with somebody and share that with them. It is so hard though. I I know that to be true, that when I get on an other side of something, mm-hmm. I know the the beauty that comes from the ashes. I know like the hard and then I get to see, once you get to see the full story written in a situation, you're able to see God's hands in those different areas of that transformation during that time. But when it is hard, it is really hard to think of what the other side looks like and how I'm possibly ever gonna be thankful mm-hmm. for the growth that I experienced during the time. Um, and I, I know that, and I feel like there's times that I have to just keep reminding myself that when, Mm -hmm. if something is tough, reminding myself of what I know people have been through and got on the other side and their Mm -hmm. stories, what I have been through and got on the other side and remember those stories, because when you're right there, Mm -hmm. it's really hard to just jump your brain to the other side. But if you're able to find gratitude when you are there, mm-hmm. gratitude of what it's going to look like on the other side and that you'll just keep walking that direction. Then also, I know, God does honor that. Like you yeah. will be able to, you'll be able to keep your eyes open to see the beauty in the process to get there. Um, but I do know that that is, that's effort because sometimes when you're in the thick of things, you just want to close your eyes and, and not look around you. Yeah, and and sometimes looking toward the other side is too far. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to look at this moment right here. What do I need to do right now? What are you trying to teach me right now? What could I learn? How could I grow right now? Mm-hmm. Like you can't look at the other side. You have to look in the next 10 minutes, you know, or the next day, just you have to become very moment, like really in the moment. It's like being in a storm. Have you ever seen the rain coming and you see it coming and then you get into the middle of it or if you're driving and you can't see to the end of your car mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, I need to know what to do right this second. Mm-hmm. I can't see down the road. It's impossible. I I can't see, but what do I do right now? Yes. And um, that you're right. That is hard. That is so hard. But when somebody shares with you, I've been there. And they let you touch that scar. Mm -hmm. And you can talk about it and they see your strength from it. And you see hope come back into somebody's eyes that... We're hopeless 
you're like, oh, thank you for there being purpose in that pain. Mm -hmm. Thank you for allowing me to speak life into this person who couldn't see a way out. I mean, there have been times in my life where I was like, God, I know in my mind you could do anything, but I cannot figure out how you could do something with this. Mm -hmm. Why you would let this happen. How this could be good for me down the road. And if you don't close off your heart and allow anger and bitter and resentment to grow up, then you can grow from it. And, you know, one of the things we've talked about in this podcast before is starting to call things what they are Mm -hmm. and bringing that truth to light so that all those voices, again, not those verbal voices, but but our our preconditioned wiring from early in our life or as we've grown, but calling things what they are brings you can bring more truth and life to it. And so the, when you talk about the difference between scars and wounds, if we can recognize our wounds that are still open and call them what they are, yes, then that already puts yes. us into a different position to be able to step forward and seek, if we need to seek help for them, mm-hmm. seek help, have conversations, spend time praying about it and recognizing that this is open mm-hmm. and saying, I'm not, I don't want this anymore. Right. And starting to make that shift. Yeah. Because it can come up and you just continue to push it down Mm -hmm. and it's not going to heal. It's just going to stay there. It's like a blister that you get on the back of your heel and it can stay there and you don't notice it if you're walking around in shorts and flip flops and you try to put on a pair of dress shoes to go to work and you can't wear those shoes because this blister hurts so badly. That wound is going to inhibit you from doing something you want to do in life. And even and you have this visual and maybe it's kind of gross to think about, but what I immediately thought about is there has been times as a runner that I it's even calloused over. Mhm. So I have I have a blister, but it's been, I've put multiple miles in and it's ended up callousing over mm-hmm. and it's still there. Mm-hmm. Although I've added a hard exterior, which makes it more difficult to get to. Yes. Oh my goodness. These yes, visualizations. It's so good. No, it's super funny, but, but yet. And you lose all feeling in it too. You become hard and callous. Yeah. And it takes a lot more to start shaving off that callous. But when it's irritated. So mm-hmm. when it's triggered, so I put a, a big race on it, a long run on it, it causes a lot of complications. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's, that, that's amazing. When I, when I thought about that, I'm like, and, and we do that in our heart too. Yeah. And I think that's why we're told to guard our hearts mm-hmm. because it's so easy to let that happen. But there, there can be so much shame around a scar or a wound, if we have that mindset that it should be flawless. Mm. It's when we stop thinking, I need to be flawless. And you say, I need to be genuine and transparent. Yeah, I've got scars. And I still have wounds that I, that I wanted to have healed from. I thought I had healed from, but they're still raw. Mm -hmm. 
Like when we live that way, then we aren't going to be calloused over. Because that's just going to lead to people we don't want to end up being. Mm -hmm. Short-tempered, snippy, uh, negative, pessimistic, cruel, Mm -hmm. not giving grace, not giving mercy, quick to be offended. I don't want to be that person. Mm -hmm. I want to be someone that people come to and feel loved on, feel heard, feel understood, regardless of who it is. Like, you just want to be approachable and loving. And you don't set out to be angry and bitter and resentful. But it's easy to when you allow your heart to callous over. So, yeah. Great topic, Didi. I thought it was profound when I when I heard it. I saw the visual that she was providing, and I thought, yeah, we, if we let somebody spend time. And I love the fact that they're spending time talking about your scar, not your wound. Mm-hmm. Because we could get in there and just talk about how bad things are, how much somebody hurt us, how much pain comes from it. And that's not going to help us to heal. That just keeps scrubbing our wounds, right? Mm -hmm. But when we allow the healing, we allow it to scar. And eventually some of those will go away. And you you might even forget about it until somebody brings it back up and you're like, oh, oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Like I have, I had tons of scars when I was little from falling. There are only a few scars I have on my knees still from doing stupid things on my bike or in a swimming pool. A lot of those scars I had were gone, but I was looking at a picture of myself a while back from when I was a kid and I was like, what did I do? Like I had bruises and cuts all over my legs and this was just a summertime picture, you know? A lot of those are gone, but so some of your scars will go away, but don't try to be flawless. Mm -hmm. Don't try to be perfect. Try to strive to be authentic. Yeah, that's what the world needs. Yes. They need you. Mm -hmm. Nicole and I would love to have the opportunity to talk with you about some wounds that have come up in your life that you thought were scars, ways you thought you had healed. But after listening to this podcast, you realize, man, this is still a trigger in my life. And I didn't see it as unresolved hurt. And it's holding me back. It's holding me back from freely walking into an opportunity that has been placed in my life. It's holding me back from being the best version of myself. It's holding me back from living authentically with my spouse or my children. It's holding me back from taking that leap of faith into that new career that I know I'm being called to. That's what we do. We would love to talk with you and see if coaching would be the right thing for you right now. We want to assist you in letting go of those things that hold you back, recognizing those wounds and helping you walk through the process of healing. To get more information on our business, our coaching business, and how we can assist you, visit our website at www.liveyourdesign.life. It has our contact information there. There's also a general contact form if you aren't exactly sure 
what you'd want to talk about or which of us you'd want to reach out to, just send a message on that contact form. Maybe we just need to have a quick conversation, but our information is there along with any events that we have coming up. We would love to hear from you.